Hi, and welcome to the Raven New Testament Church podcast. You are about to hear a powerful message. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by this message today. God's been good today. Every day that He gives you is a should be a, a good day, and we should we should be happy in it because uh, obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, you could, uh, you could uh, be facing eternity for sure. And if you don't have things right with the Lord, facing eternity is a big deal. But hopefully, and I'm pretty confident that each one under the sound of my voice today is, uh, is, uh, has made that commitment to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If not, these altars are always open. Anytime during the service, you don't even have to wait for an altar call here in this church. If you feel the drawing and the presence of our Lord and you feel being drawn to be to come to these altars at any point during this service, you're free and welcome to do so. We will not think badly about it. We will join right in with you, as a matter of fact. Uh, thanks again for coming out tonight. I want to start with any prayer requests that you might have tonight, that if you'd like to be made known. Brother Jimmy. Jimmy and Cadillac. Everybody remember Jimmy and Cadillac. Gladys and Robert, yes. Brother Chris, Brother Earl Ray, um, Sister Linda, Brother Rufus, Sister Minnie, I hadn't seen her pull up yet. Uh, pray for those as well. Trina? Joshua and his family, yes, definitely. His mother Monica is going to be uh, driving. Please hold them up in prayer as well. They are... Uh, they're going through some trying times right now. Any other prayer requests tonight? That could be made known tonight. Pray for the service. Pray for the lost in our community. Pray for the lost in our own families. We have lost people in our own families. You know, if the Lord came in the next five minutes, I challenge to say that we would all have members of our very immediate family that, uh, that might miss, be kind of like the... Uh, the uh, the uh, the brides that had to go purchase more oil because they didn't keep their lamps trimmed, and they ran out of oil, and they they went to they went to purchase, like the old Bible story says, you know we can't be found wanting when our Lord returns, and He is soon coming. He is very soon coming. I see the evidence. We see the signs each and every day. All you got to do is watch the news. Sometimes it's disheartening to watch the news, but you know I read the news. And the news is the King James Version. That is the news. If you read that, you know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what's going to happen uh, in the next uh, five weeks. The only thing we don't know is when our Lord's coming back to get us. They said the angels in heaven don't even know that. But I look for him any day to give them the old nod and the wink and to tell Gabriel to stand up and blow that horn. And then he's coming back to get us. So pray for our lost loved ones. Pray for our lost community, pray for those ones that, that need his touch the most for sure. Uh, unspoken request by the raising of your hands tonight. Let's all stand and get a hold to the Lord tonight and invite him into this service. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you and we appreciate you, God. We thank you for what you've done for us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for what you brought us through, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your touch on our lives, for your touch on our families, Lord. Lord, we plead the blood and we apply the blood upon our families upon the lost in our community, Lord, and upon all the prayer requests that's been called out tonight, Lord. 
Lord, we ask you to work each and every situation out in thine own perfect way, Lord. Lord, you know the need before we even ask for the need, Lord. Lord, we know that you can grant these right now, Lord. Lord, we love you tonight. We appreciate you tonight. And we invite you into this service, Lord. We want to feel your presence, Lord. We want to draw nigh unto you tonight, Lord. Lord, we love you tonight. We thank you for what you've done for us, Lord. We love you and we appreciate you. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Got one quick announcement. Uh, Sunday, September the 13th, during the AM service, we're going to dedicate another baby. You've seen what our last baby cation, uh, dedication led into from last Sunday. I tell you what, I'm excited to see another baby dedication because the Spirit of the Lord came down. It was that Shekinah glory kind of atmosphere here last Sunday morning. And if you missed it, then. Um, I suggest don't miss another Sunday because you never know what could happen. Uh, we're going to begin with some congregational songs. I think Brother Jimmy's going to come sing for us tonight. Come on, brother, and get ready to sing. I think Brother Tony's going to help you out. What page you at? 317 in your red bag hymnals. Everybody don't have a reason not to join us because there's a book right in front of you. 317, help the old boy out. I've left the old past, I've traveled so long, I'm happy, redeemed, and free of Jesus the Lord. I sing a sweet song, is the master way for me. Well, it's the master way that I travel. I'm 
for me you know I I've said this on a many occasions I've quoted the fruit of the spirit you know when the spirit of the Lord inhabits your heart when the spirit of the Lord takes over your body and you allow him to do so you can't hide it you can't hide it I mean if you got the love of the Lord in your heart it's going to shine forth it's going to light your path it's going to light up and people are going to be able to look upon you. Sometimes I get, you know, I meet people. My job requires a lot of traveling. I mean a lot of flying around and a lot of traveling and driving. You know, I ran into children of God in each location where I went. It don't matter if it be a foreign country. I ran into children of God. I ran into people that have been introduced to Jesus Christ. And you can see it. You can see it upon their lives. You can see it bubbling out of their mouths. You know, that's where we all should be. Each and every time we run into an acquaintance, may have never met them before in your life, but you know immediately we should let our light shine. We should let, let them see Jesus upon our lives. You know, if we stand for anything, let's all stand for Jesus. Uh, Y'all continue to worship with us. I think uh, uh, Brother Rick's going to sing for us. He's going to be playing an A chord. Love like rain. Y'all worship with Brother Rick. Love like a rain came down on me washing my sins into the sea. And now I am free, thank God I'm free, His love like rain came down on me, oh what could He want? With someone like me Empty and broke Down on my knees But through my sorrow Guilt and shame I heard his voice 
came down on me Washing my sins Into the sea And now I'm free Thank God I'm free His love like rain Came down on me I tasted life From Satan's bitter cup I drank my fill Till it all dried up And just when I thought I'd seen my worst His living water Healed my thirst And low like a Came down on me Washing my sins Into the sea And now I'm free Thank God I'm free His love like rain came down on me his love like a rain came down on me amen I tell you he never ceases to amaze me old brother Rick pulled him out He's got some good songs there. Thank, thank you for Brother Rick. Thank you. Good anointed singing right there. We could play that one all night right there. Love like rain. You know when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us, you know He comes on you. It'll come in kind of like on the day up in the upper room, kind of like a mighty rushing wind. If you allow Him to take over your life and take over your thought process and take over your, I mean, full control, because He's not going to take just a portion He's not going to inhabit an unclean temple. He's not going to come on the scene whenever you're not committed to Him. He's a perfect gentleman, and He will never force Himself upon you. But if you will allow Him to, He will come into your heart like a mighty rushing wind. Just like it did on the day of Pentecost. They were in one mind, and they were in one accord. You know, if I challenge to say, if we could all gather together tonight and get in one mind and one accord, there's no telling what might happen. He could come into this thing. The floodgates could open up, and I tell you, the Lord himself could walk through that door tonight. And you, say, you might say, well, Brother Kevin, you're talking crazy. If I'm going to be crazy, I'm going to be crazy for Jesus. You know, Wouldn't that be great if he opened that door right there and said, y'all, come on. Ain't y'all tired of this old world? I know I'm tired. My old body's been hurting today, been popping Tylenol like crazy. But you know what? I feel better already now that I've walked through them doors right there, and we began our worship process.
Our Lord and Savior's got all the answers. He's got all the medication that you need to get through this old life. I think we're going to ask uh, Trina to come forward. You're going to sing for us tonight. Tapta, you want to help her out? Sister Morgan, you, you got one tonight? You'll be getting ready one? Okay. Thank you, Ken. Okay. Y'all worship with my wife, Trina, and, and uh, Tapta tonight. Seacore, brother. I can take a heart that's broken and make it over again. But I know a man who can. And I can take a soul that's sin sick and make them white as the snow. 
I feel the preacher in the house tonight, church. You know, if we'll just let go and let God have his way in this service tonight, there's no telling what he might do. You know, some call him Savior. I call him Savior. I call him Jesus. I call him Master. But most importantly, I call him my very best friend. You know, you never know the feeling of having someone that's sticking closer than a brother to you. When times get tough, when things are going wrong, when things are piling up on you, we tend to look around and look around and see if any of our friends are around us. We tend to look around and look for our help. But you know, our help don't come from there. If we would just look into the hills, that's what the Word says. My help comes from that direction. It comes from the hills. That's where my help comes from. Tonight, I challenge you, whatever situation you're going through, whatever it is, I don't care what it is, I know a man who can. I know a man who can fix your situation. It may be finances. It may be a relationship. It may be a healing within your body. It may be alcoholism. It may be drug addiction. Our Lord and Savior has got all the answers. He left us a roadmap to go by. It's the King James Version is what I call it. Each and every situation that you go through, somebody's already been there. Somebody's already fought through that battle. And guess what? I read the back of the book. We all win. If we're children of the King, we win. The back of the book. Continue to worship with us tonight. I feel the presence of, of the Lord Jehovah tonight. Continue to worship with Sister Morgan as she sings for us tonight. See, cool.
Sister Morgan, go back and sing that last verse for us. I want us to stand up and worship God tonight. If you, if you feel like standing up tonight, He's worthy of our worship. He's worthy of our praise tonight. I think God wants to do something for somebody here in this service tonight. I think God wants to touch them.
Lord, we feel your presence here tonight, Lord. Lord, I acknowledge you in this house tonight, Lord. I know you want to touch somebody's heart and their life tonight, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I feel your presence tonight. I feel you tugging, Lord. Lord, I feel your, your presence, Lord. Lord, we love you and we appreciate you, God. We welcome you into this place tonight, Lord. We welcome you into this worship, Lord. We welcome you into this place tonight, Lord Jesus. God, have your will in this house tonight, Lord. Church, can you say tonight that, Lord, I need you? I need him every day. I need him every day. I, I can't get through the day without him. The thoughts, the thoughts, the situations that that I face on a daily basis. I'm, you know, I, I need his direction. I need his advice. I need his understanding. I need his help. If you're not listening to a voice, and if that voice is not Jesus, you're listening to another voice. That voice will lead you into some dark places. It'll lead you into a place where you don't think you need Jesus, or you might not say, Lord, I need you. It's a trick. The Bible says the devil's as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You know, you have to allow him the space to enter into your situation. If you're constantly acknowledging our Lord, if you're constantly holding on to, to him and your mind's upon him, there's no space for the devil to get his to stick his, his nose into your business. So I challenge you tonight, church. I challenge you to focus on the Lord. We're going to continue with our our, uh, our service tonight. I think Brother Bubba's going to preach for us tonight. I, he and Brother Tony both have been delivering some powerful messages. I, I call them end-time messages is what I call them. They're the messages that's going to take us on through into glory land. If you hide them in your heart, we ask that, that, that the Lord um, touches Brother Bubba tonight. We ask the Lord to preach him like a man from another world. That's, that's the statement he loves to hear. He, if he, does, he He's not of this world. We're not of this world, so we're from another world. And that world's called heaven. And we're going home one day. Hopefully soon we're going home one day. Brother Bubba. Yeah, it's good to be in the house of God tonight. How many glad to be in the house of God? David said, I believe made the statement, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of God. Amen. It's good to have our brother and sister with us tonight. Amen. They were here Sunday. Amen. <laughs> no, it's a pretty good drive. We sure like to have you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But if you're happy where you are, I'm not, I ain't no church robber. <laughs> Amen. But you're welcome here at Raven New Testament sure. Church. We show, hey, man, you can find your spot here. Praise God. But sure to appreciate God. He's been so good to us. Hey, man, and I tell you, I appreciate him tonight for being good to my family and being good to my church. Hey, man, and just seemed like we just, I just took that suit off and, and we're right back here. You're looking for a sign. Look, look what, look what, look. Look what's happening. Time's getting away from us, right? Amen. And that time that's getting away from people is what we, what I would say, it's a space of repentance. 
for people to repent. God ain't delayed his coming. He's just giving more people to make it right with him. Give an opportunity. I don't want my, none of my family to go to hell. You don't want none of your family to go to hell. You want your family to, uh, what we're going to preach on tonight. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Have your Bibles turned to the book of Jonah, chapter number 3. Amen. Praise the Lamb of God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. But I uh, just appreciate all the church coming out tonight. Everybody coming out tonight. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, don't get me wrong, church, tonight could have been a whole lot more here. Amen. I know that some can't be here, but there's some that could be here tonight. I tell you what, I, I look forward to Wednesday night. I look forward to Sunday morning. I look forward to uh, Sunday night. You might say, well, Bubba, Brother Bubba, you don't have to go to work. You don't work anymore. Hey, I was in church when I worked. Sometimes I worked 12-hour shifts, and I'm still, like Brother Tony, get off just time to get in the house of God, just time to get in the pulpit. Amen. Praise God. But I tell you what, it's good to be here tonight. I, I'm here because I love God. I'm here because I love you. I'm here tonight because I want to go to heaven. Praise God. Let's pray one more time. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight. We thank and praise you, God, what we're fixing to preach tonight, and that is the word of Almighty God. Hope I can deliver this the way you have given it to me, Holy Ghost. I know you have given this sermon to me tonight, God, and I must deliver it, God, and I want to deliver it on the anointing, on the leadership, guidance of the Holy Ghost. I want to speak tonight what thus saith God tonight, and I pray you anoint me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, Lord. God, I pray that the word to go crawl over tonight, God, that it won't return back void tonight, won't turn back empty. God, but it'll go out and accomplish what you sent it out to do tonight. God, did it a heal tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at the book of Jonah, chapter number three. Amen. Had a little title to this message tonight. It, it would be the message tonight. Praise God. The Bible says, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Rise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. Now, if you look, uh, I want you to kind of uh, keep that in the back of your mind. Jonah, you ain't going to, down there to preach what you want to preach. You're going to preach what I want you to preach. Praise God. Keep that in mind. Hey, I tell you what, I don't want to preach what I... Amen. Uh, 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 self wants to do it. I want to preach what the Spirit wants preached. Amen. So Jonah rose and he went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city of a three-day journey. Amen. I'll go ahead and tell you if history is right. Nineveh was 64 miles round. 64 miles round. If you're going to walk around the city of Nineveh, it would take you three days to get around the city of Nineveh. Amen. Praise God. But look at it. He arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city of a three-day journey. And Jonah began entering into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Jonah hit the city. Amen. A preaching. Amen. He was no doubt, we, we'll probably talk about that in a few minutes. No doubt he, he probably got, he got in, as soon as he got there, I believe history says he got about 12 miles, could have been about 12 miles he got in there. But it, when he got in there, he, he, a bunch of people at, at, the, at the marketplace, he went to giving it to them. Said, look at here, in 40 days, you're going to perish. Actually what he's saying, you're going to be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God. 
and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloths from the greatest to them even unto the least of them. <clears throat> For a word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he rose from his throne, and he laid his robe, robe from him and covered him with sack and covered him with sackcloths and set in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the degree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink. In other words, he proclaimed a fast, Brother Tony. Amen. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloths and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way, from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? So God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and uh, God repented of the evil that he said that he would do unto them and he did it not. Amen. God repented, brother. Amen. But, but you got to keep it in mind now. The king published this out through Nineveh. Amen. And, uh, but it wasn't his, what he published that saved these people. Brother, it was what Jonah preached what saved those people. Amen. Praise God. Oh, let's look at it real quick here. Number one was this. Amen. This was God's message. Jonah was God's prophet. He was not a major prophet. He was a minor prophet. I think there were around 12 minor prophets and about four major prophets. Amen. This was God's message back then, and it's still God's message today. Number two, you might say, Brother Bubba, what is the message? What was the message back then and today? It is the message of repentance. It's a message that a lot of preachers don't even like to deal with. Amen. But church, it's a message that somebody, a man, a woman, Amen. Convinced me what I was going to have to do with what I had in my life. And I was going to have to confess what I had in my life, and then I was going to have to turn around and repent of what I had in my life. Amen. Oh, it's the message of repentance. And we know repentance is a change of mind. And it's also a change in the direction of one's life. It changed me. It changed you. Amen. What did it do? It changed you, praise God, away, away from sin and toward God. Amen. When I was out there in sin, I didn't want to hear nothing about God. Amen. Uh, Paul said I was a, 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 a chief among the sinners. I was too. You was too. You was a sinner, right? Amen. What changed you? A good old dose of old-fashioned repentance. How I many believe that's what it's going to take today? It's going to take for people, if it took it for grandma, if it took it for uh, uh, grandpa, if it took it for mom and dad, if it took it for you and I today that's saved in the house of God, it's going to take it for everyone out there in that world. 
or they will not make it into heaven. <coughs> it also means forgiveness, which means simple as this, separating the sin from the sinner. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> I ain't nothing in this old world. You ain't nothing in this old world but just an old sinner saved by the grace of God. Hey, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Hallelujah. Praise God. I've been separated from sin. I'm no longer classified as being a sinner. I am classified as being a saint of God. I am classified as being a... Uh, Praise God, a king's kid, uh, amen, uh, a child of almighty God, the same way you are. We need to stand up and acknowledge who we belong to tonight and how we got to the place where we are tonight. Somebody, somebody didn't chicken out. Somebody stood behind the pulpit and told us what we were going to have to do in order to make things right with God. Amen. We got people in our land today that don't think they've sinned. Had a lady tell me one time she don't sin. She hadn't been an elder lady and had respect for the elders. I told her something. I just had to tell her. I said, I believe you're sinning now because you're telling a lie, a story. Amen. We might well just go ahead and face it. It ain't no, it ain't no story about it. It's a plain out lie. Paul said, the Bible said, we've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. Amen. But church, amen, uh, it also means tonight being washed in the blood of Jesus Christ tonight, the Lamb of God tonight, uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ tonight. Have you been washed in the blood of Jesus tonight? We got people all over uh, this nation, uh, a church that has been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. I didn't say denominations. I said people. Amen. It's been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. I tell you what, I'm so glad tonight I knelt, and I feel like you was glad to, the night or the day you knelt down the old-fashioned altar, and you said, here, Lamb, Amen. Didn't you say uh, you would take away my sins? Uh, oh, now here they are, Lord. You ain't even got to take mine. You can have mine. I believe we all said that. We give them to the Lamb of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So church, as we go into this, let's look at Jonah. As I said, Jonah was a, a, a minor prophet. Hallelujah. He was an Israelite whom God had called to be a prophet, but he refused to accept his divine mission. Hallelujah. Man did not call Jonah. God called Jonah. Amen. Divine means it come from the throne room in heaven. It come from the one that's sitting on the throne. This was not no ordinary mission. It was a divine mission. It came strictly from God. I mean, no, God's still giving out them divine missions today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Jonah didn't want to have nothing to do with carrying this type of message. 
Jeremiah didn't want nothing to do with this type of message because Jeremiah was going to carry the message of doom to a nation that had sinned against God. And it was Israel. Hallelujah. I tell you what, church, we're living in a day and hour now when God has said we better, we better uh, uh, get down to the nitty-gritty and we better acknowledge it and realize the calling that we have on our lives. And if God calls us to go somewhere or to do something, we better be willing and obedient unto God and go ahead and do it. Amen. Praise God. Quit throwing it over our shoulders and say, hey, man, let, let brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so do that. Hey, man. For that particular job, he didn't call brother and sister so-and-so. He called you. Hallelujah. I got to hurry up with this. Praise God. The divine, divine mission. So what did he say? <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll go somewhere where God can't find me. He got fooled, didn't he? He said he'd go out there and board a ship and go on, on a voyage. Hallelujah. Put up John real quick, 15, 16. John 15, 16, look at what God said. Uh, Jesus said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit shall, should remain. That whatsoever you ask of my Asked of my father, hey man, in my name it shall be given you. Ordained means that he's appointed you. He's appointed you. Hey man. I'm glad that, uh, hey man, I've been ordained by God. Hey man, and not by man, church. Hey man. Hallelujah. But think about it tonight. Been ordained, been appointed. Look at Mark 3, 14 and 15 real quick. Amen. And he ordained 12 that they should be with him that he might send them forth to preach, right? And to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out devils. Amen. These are the ones that Jesus himself, amen, called. Now, let me tell you something. Before he chose this, he went to the mountain and he prayed to the Father. He didn't just choose these, uh, hey man, uh, on his own. He had a little talk with the Father. And the Father let him know the ones to choose, Brother Tony, and the ones to ordain, the ones to appoint, right? To send them out to preach the word of God, amen, uh, to preach it and to heal all manners of sicknesses and diseases and cast out devils, amen. Is it the same today, church? God's got people today, brother, amen, in this land today, if we'll be willing and if we'll be obedient unto God, God wants to use all of us. Not just me, not just Brother Tony, but he wants to use all of you in the church. Amen. Well, I just ain't no preacher, Brother Bubba. Hey, man, I just ain't no minister. Yes, you are. Well, let me rephrase it. If you ain't no minister, you should be a messenger. You should be a carrier. Amen. Be willing to carry it. Hallelujah. Amen. God, amen, commissioned Jonah. He commanded Jonah to carry this message. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Go. Rise. Get up, Jonah. Go to this city. Amen. Go to this wicked city that's full of sin. Hallelujah. Amen. And carry the message to, to, uh, to Nineveh. Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of us are like Jonah, as I said a while ago. Now, wait a minute, Lord. You sure you want me to carry this message? Amen. You sure uh, uh, you want me to do this? Amen. Like Moses and all, I begin to make a lot of excuses. Amen. A lot of folks ain't in church tonight because of making excuses. Amen. I've got to tell you like it is. Amen. I'm your shepherd. I'm your pastor. Amen. But think about it. Uh, amen. A lot, a lot of them like Jonah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me put it this way. This was a message that only Jonah could carry. Amen. That God chose him to do it. Amen. We need to wake up, church. God has given you a message, you a message, you a message, you a message. Amen. Hallelujah. And realize that God has given you your message to carry. Hallelujah. My message may not be your message, and your message may not be my message that God has given, but I assure you one thing, you're the only one that's going to be able to carry it. Are you going to wish to God you hadn't carried it? Amen. Uh, oh, church tonight, thank God tonight, we can all tell people, uh, oh, uh, give our testimony to people and let them know what God has done for us, how God saved us and how we repented of our sins and how God delivered us from the wickedness in us. Praise God. Uh, hey, man, what do you say, Brother Bubba? Am I going to have to do my calling? Put up Romans eleven twenty nine 29 up there and we'll see. Am I going to have to do what God has called me to do? Hallelujah. Uh, if you don't do it, you're going to rebel against God and you're going to get in trouble with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at here. Eleven twenty nine. what does it say? For the gifts and calling of God are without Repentance. Can't repent of them. Amen. I believe the gifts is what Paul is talking about in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It's not up there 8 through 10. And I believe that's the gifts of the Spirit that God is wanting back into the church. And not only does he want them back in the church, he's wanting them operating in the church. And how, how, how's that going to happen? We, if we, praise God, uh, will come obedient unto God, be willing, amen, to let God use us, amen, instead of running from God, running from our calling, amen, like Jonah did. Church, ain't no telling what would happen at Raven New Testament Church. Ain't no telling what would happen. We got them in uh, Brother Short's church. We got them down here. We got them in Brother Baggage church. We got them all uh, in, in all churches today. If you and I would say, yes, Lord, like Isaiah, I believe, say, here I am, Lord, send me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You ain't got nothing to worry about. God's going to take good care of you. Amen. And uh, you ain't got to worry about it. He'll take care of that speaking part for you too. He'll give you. Amen. If he give you the message, amen, I guarantee you, he'll help you bring the message out. 
and delivered under the anointing and power of God. We look at uh, Jonah was called to go where? He was called to go to Nineveh, which was the capital of a mighty Assyrian empire, which was a dominant force in the world of that day. It was extremely a wicked city, cruel city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, all I can say tonight, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God has called you, ordained you, appointed you to carry the message that he has given you, you need to get up, start moving, and go where God has sent you to go or do what God wants you to do. And it may be right there, hand reached from you on your job or somewhere else that you need to speak. There's people all around us, brother, that's perishing. There's people all around us. Uh, if somebody don't uh, tell them uh, what they need to do to keep from perishing, they're going to perish. Hallelujah. Amen. Church, the message that Jonah received came from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Didn't come from man, but it come from God, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. No prophet had been sent to the Gentiles, especially these cruel Ninevites. God had given the command to Jonah to cry against that city, to warn men of their sins, and to tell them of the judgment to come, whether it's right then are, it's going to be on down the road. Amen. Hallelujah. But church, when we go out there, when we tell people, I've been met with it, you've been met with it, uh, amen. Uh, but when you go out there and t talk, about uh, talk to people and, and, and witness to them, and, and when it gets down to you, start witnessing to them where they're living at and what they need to do at, amen, everything changes, don't it? There's a lot of people out there today that's fully convinced they're all right the way that they're going. Uh, just let me live my life the way I want to live it and, uh, and, and, and nobody's going to change me. You're not going to change me with your message. God's not going to change me if he came himself to try to change me. You got some hard-hearted, cruel people out there today. Amen. But the message must be still carried. The message must be known unto them and unto this world that they need to repent uh, of their sins and make things right with God. Hallelujah. Because of the judgment and the wrath that's going to fall upon them. Hallelujah. Normally you are met with people, amen, with unwelcome arms and greetings. Uh, hallelujah. Don't want to hear the message, much less receive it. We used to be, we used to go to Atmore Church up there and we would go and, uh, and go on Saturday on visitation. Brother Raymer, myself, and Sister Raymer and all, let's go on visitation on, on a Saturday afternoon. Brother Raymer and I have been to houses. We'd knock on the door and they wouldn't even come to the door. And so we got some, uh, we'd tell them where we're from and we'd like to visit with them a little while. Hey, man, you know what they'd tell us? We'd tell them we had some tracks. And they'd tell us, leave the tracks on the porch and go on. And we'd do what they said to do. We left them on the porch and we gone. I don't know if I ever read them or not, you know. But we put what it, in them tracks. Hey, man, what was it uh, telling them how to repent of their sins? How to 
amen, to come to God, get saved, sanctified, filled with his spirit that was in him tracks, whether they read them or not. You're going to meet the opposition. You're going to meet people like that. You're going to meet people that say, I don't want to hear it. Amen. I like the life that I am living, and I'm going to live it the way I want to live it. Hallelujah. But one day, they're going to stand before God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What did Jonah do? Look at here. What did Jonah? He refused to go. He run from God like a lot of folks doing today. Amen. You throw me in that pile. I used to run from God as well. I believe all of us has been guilty at one time of running from God. Amen. God sent Jonah to the far east, and Jonah said, No, I think I'm going to the west. I don't want no part of that. Jonah was running from the presence of God. Amen. Uh, Brother Rick, I believe you can go right back down to that door, stand right at that door there, and I believe you can feel the presence of God. I believe you can go over in that corner right over Brother Tony and feel the presence of God. Brother Matt, I believe you can get over that corner and feel the presence of God. I believe you can come where Brother Tony is at and you can feel the presence of God. I believe you can come right where the brother's at and you can feel the presence of God. All up here you can feel the presence of God. You can't get away from the presence of God. Do you agree? You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. Uh, amen. I don't care. He, uh, 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 the Bible says he was down in the ship sleep. Amen. God knew where he was at all the time. Amen. I don't know about you, but I like being in the presence of God. I don't want to run from it. Amen. I want a whole bed. I want to stay in it. Amen. Church, I hate to say it, but it's the presence of God has uh, left a lot of churches today. Why, why did the presence of God leave the, these churches today? Because the presence of God was no longer welcome there. Amen. You may understand how, how Brother Bubba worships, how he preaches. I'm old-fashioned, brother. Amen. And I believe. Amen. And staying in the presence of God. I believe in the presence of God. I believe that, hey amen, uh, we come to the house of God. We come in through them doors, hey amen, and we're coming into the presence of God. Hey amen. Uh, oh, my, my, the presence of God was so strong in the house of God. At one time, brother, the priest could not even stand up and minister. It was so strong. I'd like to see it like that one, one more time. Sister Morgan, I'd like to see people laying out in the spirit. I tell you what, I'd like to get this modern stuff out of the way. And like Jerry, Jeremiah said, get back in them old paths. Get back where you can see them fall out in the spirit. Get back where you have to haul them out of here and carry them out, brother. Oh, Rick, they've slain in the spirit. Oh, church, I want to I see that, and I believe that will come. I believe that will come when the church decides to obey God. Amen. Well, brother, Bob, we're waiting on you to bring it. Oh, you're waiting on the wrong person. Hey, man. Hallelujah. You need to acknowledge and realize if it's me, Lord. Hey, man. I, I want to confess and I want to repent because I want to see it. Hey, man, and I hope you want to see it. Hallelujah. Praise God. As I said numerous of times, there used to be an old brush armor, Brother Tony, probably right back here behind the church they had church in. Storming down, it was pouring down, raining down uh, 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 one night. I was down there, I saw that. Pouring down, raining. Hey Amen, they had old limbs and stuff over the brush arbor. Boy, the Holy Ghost was 
was a move in my mind. People speaking in that heavenly language, people falling out, slain in the spirit. Amen. And didn't a drop of that water hit the hit inside where we were at. Amen. Hallelujah. It might have been raining, a natural rain, but I tell you what, under them, under them bushes and all that stuff, there was a spiritual rain going falling. Amen. Hallelujah. And it overpowered, overpowered that natural rain. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, you can't run from the presence of God. Don't make no difference where you go or what you do. You can't run from the presence of God. Hallelujah. He went and decided, well, I'll tell you what I'll do here. I'll go board that ship. Hey, man. Hallelujah. I'll go board the ship and uh, I'll pay the fare. I'll pay these men. I'll board. I'll go on down and take me a nap. Hey, Amen. Don't work that way. Let me say something, church. God was already on the ship before Jonah got on it. I mean, you know, hey, man, Noah wasn't the first one on the ark. God was on the first one on the ark. He didn't say, Noah, go into the ark. He said, Noah, come into the ark. So that tells me God was the first one in the ark. Amen. God had to be the first one there. Amen. God was already, his presence was already on the ship before Jonah, before he even paid the fare. God was already there. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, I want to note this one thing, and I want you to listen very carefully to this. We all are called by God, amen, for a special purpose. We have a special calling upon our lives, amen. We do not pick or choose where God wants to send us. You can't tell God, I want to go here and let Brother Tony go there. I want to go here and let the brother go there. You don't do that. Amen. God don't operate that way. Amen. Can't do it. You can't choose where God, where uh, uh, God, you can't choose where you want God to send you. Amen. Here's another, another key right here. And we do not get to choose the message that God wants us to carry. Amen. Do not. Amen. Uh, uh, want to ch we can't do it. Amen. Praise God. The message that Jonah had come from the Holy Spirit. The message that we get from God comes from the Holy Spirit. And we must take them and go with them. We can't say, well, wait a minute, God. I got the, some friends coming tonight. I got some buddies coming tonight. They ain't going to want to hear that. Amen. Hallelujah. God sent your buddies down here and your friends down here and your loved ones down to hear that Pacific message. Amen. And why do you want to buck against God? Why do you want to say, God, I don't want to preach it. You need to step behind. The, I've done it before. Step behind the pulpit. Amen. Start that uh, preaching. Amen. The anointing come upon you. Praise God. And you begin to see uh, people out there receiving the message. Uh, amen. That was sent from God and not man. Or, or you didn't make it up yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Here's an example. What do you think about old John the Baptist? God sent him out there in the wilderness of Judea. Amen. And he went out there in the wilderness of Judea. And what did he preach? He preached repentance. Amen. To people. And John was in the water, brother, and he was a preaching. 
repentance. And there come the people from Jerusalem to Judea and all the regions around about getting in that water. Amen. And John was baptizing them. Amen. And uh, brother, they were confessing their sins. Amen. Let me say something, church. They, they were more than just hearers. They were doers. And they got saved, brother, when he told them, prepare the way. There's one coming that's mightier than I am. Shoelaces, I'm not even worthy to stoop down and tie. He said, baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He's coming, but you got, you got to make preparation for his coming. We got to get people ready. Come on, church. I believe the time is drawing nigh. God is counting on you and I. We can't let Paul down. We can't let Peter down. We can't let the apostles down. We can't let grandma and grandpa down. We can't let mom and dad down. That stood up and said, hey, man, if you want to go to heaven, you got to repent of your sins. Hey, man, if you want to go to heaven, Heaven, you got to let the Lamb of God take away your sins. may not be a shouting message, but I'll tell you what. Amen, I'm taking heed to it. Amen. Well, I know what to keep me out of heaven. Amen. You should know what to keep you out of heaven too. And that's sin. You got to keep sin covered by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can agree or disagree, but just what you got to There was John the Baptist. Amen. John baptized Jesus. Jesus started his ministry. Amen. What was the first word when he started to come out? Repent. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And Jesus went a little bit further. They were grumbling about uh, the sins over there in Luke uh, chapter number 13, I believe it was. Amen. But Jesus spoke up and he said this. Praise God. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Amen. But uh, uh, he spoke up. What did Jesus speak up and say? Put four seven up there, uh, Brooke, please, ma'am. Amen. Jesus said this to all of them. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That must be the wrong one. I must have wrote down the wrong scripture. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, but he... But he says in Luke chapter number 13, he says this, Repent, are you nay, you're all going to likewise perish. Amen. Jesus said, I'm telling you, we got to tell people that, amen, oh, if you don't repent, you're going to perish. You can't, even the Son of God, the Savior of the world, spoke that, didn't he? Hallelujah. You've got to repent, praise God. Hallelujah. So God did what? Let's back up just a minute. Hey, man, look at the apostles. Look at the, uh, uh, the apostles in the New Testament. What did they preach? They preached repentance. Peter said, repent, be baptized, everyone in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, right? Amen. He went down to, uh, uh, Philip went down to Samaria, uh, uh, people that the Jews had no dealings with, and he preached repentance. Caught a eunuch on the way back. He preached repentance. He said, you got to repent. Because I'm going to tell you something, church. Hey, if we could get people to believe, just like Jesus said, we can only get people to believe. You know what the next step would be? Repentance. That's how it happened to me. They preached to me about Jesus. In Atmore, Alabama, 40-something years ago, 
Amen. They got me believing. Amen. And then I got stirred, brothers and sisters, and I wanted to do what? I wanted to confess. I wanted to repent. Amen. That's the way you got saved too, brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. I got to hurry up here. And we know what happened, don't we? God sent a great storm. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The mariners and all that, the sailors woke him up and said, Man, get up there and cry to your God. Do something. Amen. We want to know why all this evil has come upon us. And Jonah said, I am the reason. I am the reason all this has come upon you. I am being disobedient unto God. I am the one, uh, praise God. I'm running from the presence of God. I am a Hebrew. I've got a message to carry, and I don't want to carry it. Basically, what Jonah was actually saying, he was being disobedient unto God like a lot, a lot, a lot of us today. Praise the Lamb of God. Amen. Church, uh, what happened? Jonah boarded the ship with a group of men that did not serve Jehovah, did not serve Jehovah God. But after the raging storm, after God seized that storm, the sailors feared God and began to offer a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows with himself that we're going to make some more sacrifices. We love this God. <laughs> Amen. What did they do? They basically repented, church. Amen. They put away all them idol gods and accepted, uh, amen, the uh, 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 Jehovah God and began to serve him and made promises we're going to continue getting rid of all them idol gods. In other words, they were converted. They were made new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let me ask you a question now. Did your life change when God come into it? When you repented of your sins, did your life change? I see a lot of folks out here tonight that their lives have been changed. Hey, man, you see that such a glow on people's face when you see that change that uh, repentance makes. Uh, hey, man, in a, when, you do, when you repent of your sins, hey, man, it makes a difference, don't it? What happened to Jonah real quick? Like God prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. Jonah was in the fish's belly three days, 72 hours. Hey, man, can I say this tonight? There's a lot of folks still in the fish's belly. A lot of them still in the fish's belly. Amen. Praise God. God ain't got the attention yet. He ain't got the attention yet. So they're still in it. What do you mean by that, Brother Bo? Amen. Look at the, look at the things that are happening to them. And they wonder. They wonder why this is happening. They wonder why they're going through this. They wonder how, why they're having trouble on the job. wonder why they can't pay the bills. They wonder why they're having trouble in the family. They wonder why all this has come up on them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you repent like the, uh, uh, the Spirit told the church over there, one of the churches over there, repent and do your first works over, ain't it? Repent. Get out of the fish's belly. Be obedient unto God and get out there and do what God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. God's got a work for you to do. This thing ain't over with yet. Amen. Church has people out there dying. Amen. And, and, and going to the devil's hell. Amen. Need to get out of the fish's belly and get out there and start witnessing to these people. Amen. Jonah prayed, didn't he? He prayed. People need to pray. He, he prayed in the belly of the great fish. He repented and God heard his voice. Amen. 
Bible says Jonah in chapter number 2, he cried out from the belly of hell. I wonder how many is just crying out tonight. Amen. You know what they're crying out, church? They're crying out this in hell tonight. Amen. Same thing, Jonah. Oh, I vow, Lord. I vow salvation is of you. That's what they're crying out tonight in hell. I believe that. Amen. I, I didn't acknowledge it when I was walking up on the face of this earth. They tried to tell me what I had to do, but I was hard-headed and would not listen to what they said. I didn't believe, uh, amen, uh, in God. Uh, I didn't believe in the church. I didn't believe in that way. And now, oh, my, my, Lord, I believe now. There is no unbelievers in hell. They all believers today. There is no other... You ain't going to find no salvation on the other side of the grave. It's on this side of the grave. People has got, amen, to acknowledge they must repent of their sins, amen. I don't care what sin they've done. I've done a lot of wickedness myself. You've done a lot of wickedness yourself. Sin is sin. No big sin, little sin. Sin is sin, amen. But you... Hallelujah. Got to repent of it. Oh, he made that vow and he says, salvation is of the Lord. Amen. The same prayer they're praying tonight. And the Lord spoke to that fish. He quickly vomited to Jonah out, of, out up on dry land. The word of the Lord, as we read a while ago, come to him the second time. God recommissioned Jonah. Now, I want you to take something at heart tonight. Amen. Let me ask you this question. Are you fully obeying the Lord? Are you fulfilling the call that God has placed upon your life? I want you to ask yourself that question too tonight. Because I'm going to tell you something. Are you running or are, are you still running from God? I want you to look at that scripture real close. God stopped Jonah from running. Is God going to stop you from running? We serve the same God Amen. But think about that. Hallelujah. God, as we talked about it for the service, Brother Rick, God is getting fed up. He's getting tired of what's going on in our land today. I believe with all my heart, church, if it's ever been a time as being your pastor, amen, speaking to Brother Bubba as well as you, the church needs to make a gigantic move. We need to move. We've been sitting by the wayside too long. We've been making too many excuses, and God is not pleased with the excuses that we're making. And God is saying, hey, man, hallelujah, you better stop that running. You better get on your face before me. Hey, man. And then a lot of folks, we hear people say that, uh, that I witness the people and uh, 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 Born again people, and they say, well, Brother Bubba, I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what it is. Get right here. Come right here. Flip them 31,200-something verses right there, 66 books. You will find your calling in there. Amen. Amen. As I said a while ago, we are all messengers. We're all paper boys and paper girls and women. We can carry the message of repentance. Amen. They may come through them doors, like I said, and they may uh, come right here to one of you, grab you up, and look you straight in the face and say, 
Tell me what must I do to be saved? Amen. You can look at them and tell them, as Jesus told them, as Peter told them, amen, as John the Baptist told them, all the other apostles told them, you need to repent, amen. Repent, amen, of your sins. You need to seek forgiveness of your sins, amen, and God will save you. That could happen. We're in the last day. We're in this day, church. Amen. This evil day that we're in right now. There's a lot of people out there that wants to repent. A lot of people out there that wants to get saved. Amen. Hallelujah. But a lot of them don't know how to get saved. Amen. There ain't but one way, church. Amen. It ain't Bubba's way. It ain't Brother Tony's way. It's Jesus' way. Amen. As I said, I believe tonight and that people... Out there, if we could get it over to them right outside them doors or right down the road, right up the road, right over there where y'all live at, if we could just get it over to them, hey, man, you need a good old-fashioned dose of repentance. Hey, man, when you repented of your sins, I said that while I go, I got to say it one more time. You repented of your sins. What happened? What happened to you? My, 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 I tell you what, there was a load lifted off of me. Sin had me, just like the children of Israel. Sin had me in bondage. Sin's got them in bondage, amen. God sent Moses down, amen. Who is God sending now? He's sending his church, you and I tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Church, we got, we got to make a move. A coward in the army of God will find no place. Amen. Uh, Maybe hard, but I got to, I got to, I'm fixing to get through it. Jonah child, we looked at, as we read the scripture a while ago, he gave him a second chance. He recommissioned him. Gave him a second chance to obey, uh, to obey him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, church, God called Jonah, but Jonah rebelled against God's will. I did that too. (laughs) Oh, my, my. I was in. The, I, I I couldn't throw no stones at old Jonah. A long time I rebelled against God to the calling that God had on my life. Amen. I tell you what, as I said a while ago, His gifts and callings are without repentance. You can't repent of them. <laughs> you can't say, God, I'm sorry. I just can't go. I just can't go. My family won't let me go. Why did Jesus tell Peter then? You got to love me more than you do your family. You got to love me more than you do your friends. You got to love me more than anything if you want to be my disciple. Amen. Praise God. We can't rebel. Jonah rebelled. Leave us a prime example. He rebelled. But through all what old Jonah went through, he now repented, and now he was ready to carry the God's message, the message of salvation. Amen. The word came unto old king, as we read a while ago, sitting on the throne. What did the king do? Amen. He got up off of his throne. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Representing or symbolizing or saying, Lord, you are king, I'm not the king. Amen. He laid his uh, robe aside. That meant that he was totally committing uh, himself unto the command of God. Praise God. Now, I believe old Jonah did this. 
church. I believe when he stepped about 12 miles into Nineveh, he began to preach. He began to cry out in 40 days. It's going to be overthrown. Amen. You need to do something about it and you repent of your sin. I believe the old, old Jonah had the anointing of God. Amen to God from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Why do you believe that, Brother Bubba? Because the Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke of sin. It took the anointing. This was a wicked, cruel people, idolatry worship people. Jonah was speaking, it says about 120,000, but history said it could have been a half a million people there in that city. We want old mind a prophet up there preaching, amen, uh, God's word, uh, preaching deliverance unto a wicked nation. I said a while ago, God loved to, hey, man, uh, uh, I'll speak to you tomorrow. I said, I got this place. I want you to go. Hey, man, I want you to go to this place. Hey, man. You might say, well, let me call my pastor. Let me talk to my pastor. First of all, you don't need to talk with me. You need to talk. Hey, God, be obedient to God. And go on and do what God called you to do. Hey, man. Don't try to put it off on nobody else. It's your calling. It's your message. Hallelujah. What did the king do? He proclaimed a fast, didn't he? He wrote a big degree up and all this. But church, that, wasn't, that didn't convince Nineveh to repent. It was what Jonah had what convinced him to repent. It was the message of repentance. It was a message sent by the Holy Ghost for Jonah to care. He carried it. He preached it. Nineveh at this time was delivered, church. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, church, true repentance involves separating from evil. Amen. And cry mightily unto God. It means all people from the least to the greatest, admitting their sins, confessing their sins, repenting of their sins, and turning to God. Amen. Turning from their evil way to God's way. Sign of, I'm fixing to close, a sign of repentance, God does not save in sin, but from sin. How many agree that? Note the blood of Jesus Christ is the only difference tonight between the saved and the unsaved. Amen. You have the blood of Jesus applied to your life tonight. Through repentance, you're saved. But if you don't, you're unsaved. Hallelujah. Ain't no other way to put it. The act of violence was the Assyrians' special sin. They were extremely, as I said, cruel people. Hallelujah. And look at verse 9. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his furious anger and that we perish not? Praise God. God did what? God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. God repented of the evil that he said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Amen. God saw their works. It does not refer to salvation being of works because works cannot save you, but that their faith had works, which was repentance. In James 2.26. I want you to put up there John 3.36. Uh, uh, did I put that? I didn't put that on there. Did I? Okay, that's okay, babe. John 3.36, uh, you know, it, it, it states about we believe in Jesus, we come to Jesus, we lift the wrath of God off of us. If you're saved tonight, the wrath of God's not going to fall on you. Amen. You got it up there? Yeah, there you go. Good job, Brooke. I'm going to have to buy you a dinner again. <laughs> Amen. He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. 
He, and he that believeth not on the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Right? Amen. You saved. You saved. God's not going to pour his wrath out on you because you're saved. But if you're not saved, yet got the blood of Jesus applied to your life, you hadn't repented, you still got the wrath of God upon you. It's going to fall upon you. Amen. So what happened? Nineveh repented of their sins and they made things right with God and God did not destroy, destroy them. In closing, real quick, now Jonah, Jonah thought this in, in chapter number. He thought this is nothing but a bunch of cruel people, idolatry worship people, and he got upset with God. He said, I think God should have destroyed them instead of forgiving them. I mean, they got a lot of people like that today. Amen. They got a, a lot of people today didn't think God could save me. A lot of people today didn't think God could save you. A lot of people got mad because God saved me. Got upset because God saved you. But you know what? We don't, it don't bother me. I hope it don't bother you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. It's been worth it all. My journey so far has been worth it all. Amen. So what happened? Uh, uh, praise God. But church, the God that we serve is a God of mercy. He's a God of judgment. He all, praise God, he's a God that forgives. He's a God that cleans. He's a God that pardons even the vilest sins upon proper confession and admission to him. We know what 1 John 1, 9, we quote this uh, Sunday, that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us up from all unrighteousness. Jonah even made a request, Lord, let me die. It'd be better for me to die than to live. He was pouting. Amen. God spoke to Jonah and said, uh, is your anger reasonable? So Jonah went out of the city thinking, uh, amen, uh, it could be possible that God could change his mind and still destroy the Ninevites. Hallelujah. He wanted to get out there where he could view it. But God prepared the gourd, as you see, east wind, and, uh, purported, uh, prepared a gourd and an east wind to teach old Jonah another lesson. He, he, he prepared the fish the first time. God told Jonah, you can have pity on the gourd. Amen. Something you didn't plant, you had nothing to do with it, come up in the night, and it died in the night. It withered away. I did all that, Jonah. Amen. And then you, praise God, want to get mad because there's 120-something thousand people in that city that don't even know the right hand for the left hand. And I saved all them people, and you want to get mad and pout and get all, all tied up. Uh, praise God. Amen. John, I learned a lesson, church. Same lesson I hope we've learned, that God would have all men to be saved. Ain't willing none should perish regardless of their sins. Amen. In Jonah, in Jonah, Nineveh received mercy and grace. However, in Nahum, the city received a sentence of judgment because of its return back to its sinful way. The sense of Sentence was carried out when the Babylonians and the Medes overthrew the city in 612 B.C. In other words, Nahum, I think, uh, uh, prophesied, uh, hey man, about a hundred and something years, uh, hey man, that they were going to be destroyed because of their backslide, because they backslid on God. They went back into their evil ways. Amen. And a hundred years later, it was destroyed. Hallelujah. So church, praise God. 
I can say, you go out there and witness to the people. You may even see people saved. Uh, you may see people saved uh, through your witnessing. Amen. But church, that's as far as you can go with it. Amen. It's their decision. They're the one. That, they got to make the choice to accept it and keep on going. Amen for God. Or they'll do like these here. They'll end up going back into their, weak, into their wicked ways. Amen. But church, we got to get the message over. And the message is repentance in these last days. People need to repent in these last days. Church, we're going to face some hard times. But amen, we're supposed to be saints of God. Amen, children of God. And the spirit inside of us said it won't lead us wrong, that it would lead us, guide us into all truths. It would be our protector. It would be our provider. It would be our sustainer. It would be our comforter. It would take good care of us. Amen. We're children of God. How did we become children? We repented of our sins. Would you stand? Didn't mean to hold you long, but uh, had to deliver the message God laid on my heart. Hope I said something to encourage you to help you tonight. Uh, help you tonight uh, in the Word of God. Every head bowed, every eye closed right now. If you need something from God right now, would you accept it right where you're at tonight? You need to pray around the altars. Altars are open. But if you need a touch right now from God, raise your hands, uh, 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 cry out to God right where you're at. Uh, I don't know your condition tonight, but uh, you know and God knows. And hey, man, uh, as they sung that song a while ago, I can't do it, but I know a man who can. And I've been preaching about a man who can. His name is Jesus tonight. Uh, praise the Lamb of God. Hey, man, you may be been running. You may be running from your calling tonight. You may be running. Uh, oh, my, my, it's time to stop running. It's time to stop and uh, be obedient unto God and carry out the calling that God has on your life tonight and carry the message. And I believe God's given all of us that message tonight to carry, the message of repentance tonight. Praise the Lamb of God. Uh, amen. Dear Jesus, we thank and praise you, God, for your word tonight. Thank and praise you for your presence tonight. Thank and praise you for the anointing tonight. Thank and praise you, God, for what you've done for us in this service tonight, God. I pray your word to go out and accomplish, Lord, what you're sending out to do, Lord, not to return back void tonight. We pray for those that cannot be here tonight. Pray for those that could be here tonight. Pray for all that's in the service tonight, God. Thank you for a beautiful congregation on a Wednesday night. Thank you for our visitors tonight, sending them our way tonight, God. God, we love you. God, we praise you. God, we honor you tonight. In the lovely name of Jesus we pray. Anybody need a touch? Brother Jimmy, amen. Let's stretch your hands toward Jimmy. Praise God. Come on up, brother. Amen. Praise. Come on up, Jimmy. Thank you, Jesus. Come on up, Jimmy. Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lamb. Right, now, you believe God, don't you? Praise the Lamb of God. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come to you tonight, Lord, we ask you right now to touch our brother. Touch him right now. God, heal to the uttermost, God. God, we ask you to heal these diabetes, Lord. God, we ask you to heal, God. Amen to God. Uh, oh, his body and spirit tonight, God. Touch him, God. Amen to save his family tonight. Be with Brother Jimmy on that job tomorrow. Take care of my little brother right here, Lord. God, he believes in He's trusting in you, God. He wants to carry out his calling, God. Help him, God, be a light to you, Lord. Uh, praise the Lamb of God tonight. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Amen. Brother Tony's going to stand in for Brother Earl Ray. He's pretty sick tonight. Daddy, ship him on the mobile. Father, God of heaven, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, we ask them for a miracle right now, God, that you'll touch Brother Array tonight, God. I don't know what the cause is, and they don't know what the cause is, but you know what it is. But I know a man. I know a man who can. I know a man that can heal Brother Array. I know a man that can set him free from his sickness, that can raise him up out of that bed, God, from this sickness, God. I know a man that can heal 
Brother Ray tonight, God. God, we're praying for him tonight. God, we also pray for Brother Chris tonight, God. We anoint Brother Tony for Brother Chris tonight, God, as well. God, we want you to heal that uh, Brother Chris's leg tonight, God. Move that infection out, God. Heal to the uttermost, God. These are two great needs right here, God. God, we claim it a miracle for both of them tonight, God, that you'll heal both of them tonight, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lamb of God. <coughs> Joshua, praise God. Amen. We're going to believe God for that little fellow. We're going to see God work a supernatural miracle here. Father God of heaven, Lord, we pray for little Joshua, God. God, we know you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly above what we ask to even thank God according to the power. God, that working with us, God. God, we claim in victory, God. We claim in a healing, God. God, we want you to go with his little old body and move everything out, God, that ain't supposed to be there. All sickness, God. God, we claim a supernatural miracle, God. We claim a new little fella, God, in his body, God. God, we pray for his parents, God. Pray for mom and dad, God. The whole family, God. God, I anoint Trina in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, believing for a supernatural miracle tonight, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. You can come over. What a great message tonight. Uh, you may say, well, Brother Bubba talked to us like we was a room full of sinners. You know, the Apostle Paul says that he must crucify his flesh daily, and we're not any different than those apostles that walked back in the time of Christ, in the time of Jesus. We're modern-day apostles is what we are. We must crucify our flesh daily. Repentance is good for the soul. Repentance will ensure that we make it our final journey into heaven. Each and every day, if you say, Lord, forgive me of my sins, forgive me of my trespasses, this is the way I pray. Lord, forgive me of my trespasses as I forgive those who trespass against me. It's importance. Forgiveness is importance. Forgiveness is importance to you, to forgive other people that trespass against you. What did Jesus say whenever he was hanging on the cross? Whenever they were, he was being crucified, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He could have called down 10,000 angels on that day, and he could have destroyed everyone in sight, and he could have got down from that cross himself. But he chose for you and I, for that same sin that I'm talking about you repenting of, he chose to hang there and let the cup pass from him. He chose to do that. It's important that we repent daily. It's, report, it's important that we get our sins covered under the blood because that one sin could lead you into permanent extermination, permanent or away from the presence of the Lord. And we, we don't want to do that. We don't never want to be in that condition with our Lord and Savior. Thank you for coming out tonight. Let's take this word, hide it in our hearts. Apply it to our lives. Continue to pray for the ones touched by COVID. Continue to pray for the first responders. Continue to pray for uh, the, the situations that's been called out tonight. Take time. Make, make time to pray. Take time wherever it's at. Sometimes I'll pray going down the highway, going down the road, with my hands on the steering wheel, and I'll I'll go through a whole city sometimes and can't even remember it. I know that's kind of sad, ain't it? But you know, I think Carrie and Carrie Underwood said, "Jesus, take the wheel." Ain't that her song? 
Uh, Jesus has had my will many a time. I know he has. Y'all continue to find a, a space to pray. Continue to pray for our loved ones. Continue to pray for our lost, our lost family members. We thank the Lord tonight. We thank you for your presence tonight. I know he appreciates you putting forth an effort to come out into his house. I want to ask Brother Rick to just. Thank you for joining us. Please feel free to share comments, prayer requests, or praise reports. Check back soon for additional episodes.